0: Hi again, everyone, and welcome to Three Point Podcast. I'm the senior member, Ted Fattel of Sportsnet, Michigan and Z92.5. On the phone is our middle guy, Matt Burns of ESPN, and I'm joined here in the studio by our millennial man, Jared Fattel of WJSZ. On board again tonight are the great folks at Rivals Taphouse and Grill, the Corona Connection, and our podcast recording home, Z92.5 The Castle. And also, we'll be checking in a little bit later with our oldest athletic supporter, jack strap but i'm feeling a little sympathy for our youngest member here jared how'd your day go young man it was an absolutely terrible day i don't think i've ever been so pissed
1: in my entire life oh no so i had orientation should be a very exciting day you oh, know you're going going down uh seeing the campus well this would be my second time seeing it what, second ca- time with an advisor grand valley right yeah grand valley is where i'm heading okay. so i go through the whole uh, rigmarole uh, of the you know they Welcome. Uh, you welcome to the campus uh, here to try, try like, Continental Breakfast. The whole ordeal. I have to take a day off of work. I've had to schedule it. This is my only day, paid day off was today. It's the only one I had to use all year. Been Saving it up for this day. I could have <laughs> used it on the day after 4th of July when I probably really could have used oh, it. Oh, yeah. Or something like that. So anyway, so that's out the window. So I get down there. I go through all... It's a... Jeez, I left at, I mean, it's a two-hour drive. Left at 7 a.m., get there at, uh, like, 9 Mm a.m., 9 till, I'm there, 9 till 4. So they sign me up for these classes, and if you don't know, I've I've taken, like, all the way through high school. Since my junior year, I've been taking college courses. Even into my freshman year, like this year, I've been ta- obviously I've been taking courses at LCC. So if you're not familiar with the, like the uh, Michigan transfer agreement, <laughs> maybe that wasn't around. I think it's been around 1963. So you'd think they know their shit on the transfer Ooh. agreement. Yeah. So they try sign. I, they sign me up for all these classes. Now, first off, okay, I give them my official transcript like they requested. They take it into the other room, private meeting. I theorized maybe it was to, let's see if we can scam this kid out of, first off, of like two years of time time and effort and money. Absolutely. They come back. I, first off, I have 51 credits under my name. Okay. They tell me I have 27. Uh-oh. That makes absolutely zero sense. There's
0: debate number one right there.
1: Problem number one. So I just kind of go with it. I, I knew something like wasn't right. I knew they didn't really know what the heck they were doing. I end up talking to him. Now I have 37. So I, I was talking to him for a while. I was like, this doesn't make sense. Like I clearly have this. I have 37 now
0: hmm
1: I go back again, so I, the whole day, sign up for these classes, all these like general ed classes, one hundred, basically the retarded classes. The one hundred classes that I would that you would take. Like it's just it's a very Let's first get a co- little PC here, young man. It's the very first college class you would take. I had that for multiple. I went home, checked the transfer agreement on the website. Three of the classes I signed up for are I've already taken. I've already, they've already been, I've already have the credits right, there. And right. they told me I didn't. Oh, boy. So I went through, I spent the whole day, spent like an hour setting up my schedule so that I, I didn't have any classes on Mondays, didn't have any classes on Fridays. Smart move. That, and I was, this was the very first day of orientation. Okay. Half of these classes were already booked. I already know when I go back, I'm going to have the shittiest schedule. Oh, no. That sense- and I don't even know when, it's a two-hour drive, I
0: don't even know when I'm going to go back. I just... I don't know. That's kind of a flashback to my day, signing up for classes. We, we didn't do it online back in those days, but you waited in line. You get up to the front of the line, and there's a class you want, and they said, nope, it's full. So you got to go to another line and try to <laughs> sign up for another class.
1: And it's just it's funny. They must have thought I was the biggest idiot in the world. I go home, test it out, right. obviously completely incorrect. But I'm not doing this. This isn't a selfish, like, you, they screwed me up. No, they've been doing this to kids for years. There's no way I've been the first. So this, this rant... Maybe maybe it reaches. Hopefully, it reaches the admissions. If, I, if I'm never allowed back on campus, so be it. <laughs> if, if it helps, <laughs> you're banned. If it helps
0: one person uh, not
1: have this happen to them, then I did my job. This isn't for me. This is for everyone else who's going to
0: get screwed. All right, now let's let's check Matt's experience. Did you go through anything at all like that at Grand Valley, Matt?
2: I didn't. Uh, <laughs> everything went smooth. I mean, I didn't. I went in there as as a like true freshman, so I went straight right. from high school, and I didn't I didn't get any uh, college credits during high school, so. A little different situation than what Jared's in because he's going in with college credits. Right. Um, but, yeah, my, everything went smooth. My, my experience at Grand Valley was uh, all really good. So um, I, I'm wondering, though, Jared, did, like, a couple simple questions. Did yep. are you Was your transcript that you gave them, was all your information on it? You know, like, I'm wondering if was something missing?
1: 100% official. I had to send it directly to them. $10 fee. 100% official transcript straight from LCC. Everything was on it. Notarized? Okay. Yeah, notarized, yes. Another
2: thing, did did they give you an explanation? Because I know I've I've heard people who have transferred, whether it's from an LCC or like U of M Flint or something like that, to another school, uh, that certain credits don't transfer. uh, Whether they took the class or not or passed it, got an A, you know, passing grade or whatever. Sometimes from one college or university to another, that credit doesn't transfer. Did they explain that to you? Like, is that why? Or like, what happened? I've heard that, too. Yeah,
1: they did. So... This is where the problems even started back in the winter time before I even committed to going to a school. Right. Well, committed. It's not like I'm an athlete or something, but I can still back out. Right. I, I'm on the fence as of now. So they they <laughs> told me I could not take any more classes classes at LCC. Okay. This was the furthest thing from the truth. I just checked them all today. Oh, Half boy. of these classes at LCC that I could take for two hundred dollars compared to the five hundred dollars it would cost to take it there, like per credit hour. All transferable. It would just tra- like there's probably like there's like five or six. Wow. So it's like. As you could tell, it's just it's been an off it's been a wild day. <laughs> you, you should have some good sports takes tonight yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm gonna be a bit cynical tonight. So I just had to get that was therapeutic. I just, right, Hopefully so they get sorted out. I don't know. Let
0: me lighten the mood a little bit on on orientations in college. When I went to CMU for orientation, it was a little different back in those days. And uh, you know, I went and you actually stayed overnight in the dorm room, right? So I'm in a dorm room with three other guys. One guy. It was a physically challenged gentleman. Let's just say it that way. He was blind and he had a hook arm. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so you, you started laughing first. Well, I'm, I'm laughing because what ended up happening, you know, in those days you could drink at 18. So we went out to the bar that night. He ended up going with some of his friends. And I was on the top bunk and he came roaming into the room late. Okay. Keep in mind, he's blind and he's got a hook. Well, I hear him come in and he's. Clank, clank, clank. And he's got that hook hitting on the top of the bed, and I'm kind of just <laughs> creep, creeping <laughs> against the wall. Oh, yeah. He finally made it okay, but that, that was my orientation. <laughs>
2: That's interesting, man. You thought it was going to be like a scary movie setup or something like that?
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I thought, whoa, what is going on here? But uh, not quite as bad as your story, Jared, for sure. Well, let's go. Let's talk a little sports, boys. We're uh, right in the heart of some big-time NBA action. And, you know, you got to love what's going on. We're recording this on Thursday night. Last night the uh, Celtics defended their home court, looked impressive again, 3-2, to they're up on the Cavs. Everybody that I hear talking about, it says, you know, the Cavs are going to win at home, it's going to come down to Game 7. You guys in agreement on that? And if it does come to Game 7, is it the Celtics holding home court or does LeBron will the Cavs to that championship on that side?
2: Like Jared said last week on the pod, uh, it, until the home team loses, you can't you can't yep. think that the Celtics would lose at Wise home. Words. Given how they've played at home, but they are it is LeBron James, and he's won those kind of games on the road before, so he he does have have that going for him. But the one thing is, like, I mean, if they're going to win a game seven in Boston, someone else is going to have to show up because I mean, Kevin Love had an okay game uh, last night, but no one else did anything for LeBron. So so if they're going to win a game seven in Boston, someone else is going to have to show up.
1: Yeah, exactly, 100. percent And I just who? Well, who's that going to be that shows up? That's the problem. I mean, you got J.R. Smith. He's been a ghost this entire series. Oh man, Kyle Korver. Uh, he had a few nice blocks a couple games ago, uh, but he. I mean, other than that, I mean,
2: oh, he's been shooting the lights out though. That's what was weird. Is he? He was. He's been like the second best player on the Cavs. And last night, Tyronn Lue, like he he barely played, and Lue gave the excuse that. Uh, one of the Boston guys, like the eighth guy off the bench, Brad Stevens didn't really play him that much, and he yep. said it was like a matchup thing. And it was just kind of weird. Like, so he, the, the guy who's been shooting the lights out, Corver, for you, you're saying it's a matchup thing? It just It's weird that Lou didn't play him as much last night.
0: That That's called overcoaching right there. I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all.
2: Right. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't know if you guys are seeing it, Jared. Probably not you, because you, you had a little busy day today. But <laughs> a lot of people are uh, talking about LeBron being gassed, and he's finally like, you know, the seven or eight straight, finals that he's been to and he played every game this season so he's up to like 92 games or something like that this season so people are starting to say that that's finally starting to catch up to him That he's like he's running out of gas but i don't know man if it's me like he's if everyone's saying he's the greatest in the world the greatest of all time you can't use that as an excuse
1: you know about has been bothering me i saw you saw we all saw this article you know lebron's learned how to rest it, you right, know windy right. did it yeah and that just makes no goddamn sense. He he's walking to the other the end of the court during free throws. I have been doing that since I was in third grade. I freaking suck. I've been doing that since I was in third grade. Like that's what we're praising him for. Everyone does that.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think it's a bit overrated for him to be uh so exhausted that it's starting to wear him down right now. I mean, as long as he gets a night's sleep, has a day rest in between, he's ready to go, I think, you know. As long as he's as long as he doesn't have any lingering injuries and he doesn't appear to I think he'll be fine.
1: It is, yeah, and it's just it's the home court thing, you know. As long right. as they don't have to wear those suits, I, what what a weird move that is. Have you seen that? How they like wear the same matching suit? They've oh, been wearing yeah. it to every road yeah. game.
0: Le- that's Le- that's LeBron's Le- Le- thing, isn't it? Wasn't that him that hooked them all up with it? Yeah, that? it was like seventeen thousand apiece. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I remember when they came out with those, or whatever. Probably the first game of the playoffs, or whatever it was, when they came out with those. Isaiah Thomas, the dude that they traded to the Lakers, yeah. he like tweeted out something like, "Hey, I remember getting fitted for that suit. Where's mine at?"
1: <laughs> I just so those suits suck. They need to retire those. <laughs> Let I, I mean, although you, then you get the weird like millennial. I guess they're millennials. Like Jordan Clarkson wearing. A uh, shirt with like a hole in it, like you know the Russell Westbrook style. Like right, so maybe right. keep the suits on. Another story that just like kind of cracked me up. Like Kyle Korver, you know, you talked about how he's been playing a great series, Matt. Mm-hmm. He was talking about like where he got his confidence. His rookie year playing with Allen Iverson. I forgot how old Kyle Korver is. He's yeah. old as hell.
0: Yeah, he's... yeah. He
2: he got drafted in the same class as LeBron. <laughs> so I mean, he wasn't really expected to be, you know, have a, the career that he's having. One of the greatest shooters of all time. Yeah, man, he's been around for a while, so. All the credit to him for, uh, for having a long career like this.
0: Yeah, same. That was the same draft with Carmelo Anthony, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, Carmelo and uh, the the legend Darko Milicic yep. for Dark the
0: oh, Don't remind me of that. I, just go.
2: for the record, where were
1: you honestly, I, where were you on the record? Both of you on the record before we took Darko?
0: Were you gung One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Carmelo Anthony. I thought for sure they were taking him. I, I'm. You're totally, lucky there was a
1: social media around. I'm sure I'd see a tweet
0: that was. Well, there's no, there's no doubt who, who was taken number one that year? LeBron. LeBron, yeah. right. And then when I, I mean, it was, it was obvious that Carmelo, after that performance for Syracuse, leading him to the title, he was the Pistons guy. I was celebrating, they were getting him and out of the blue, you know, this is before your time when they drafted Darko, who the hell's this guy? You know, and they tried to sell us that bill of goods, and obviously it didn't work out. What about you, I'll Matt? be honest.
2: I'll be honest. I was all on the Darko. <laughs> okay. I was all about drafting Darko because at the time I knew Melo was good, but the Pistons had just got uh, Tayshaun Prince, and Tayshaun was playing really well. And I was like, where, I don't know where Carmelo's going to fit in because we've already got Tayshon. We need a dude like, like a Dirk Nowitzki type of guy. And that's what everyone was selling Darko Milicic as. He was going to be the next Dark, or, uh, Dirk Nowitzki. So I actually I, I was fine with it at the time. He had that, you know, they talk about he had that legendary workout, and that's why the Pistons drafted him. So I actually I, I was fine with it at the time.
0: Well, I was all about Carmelo, but who else came. You, do you remember at all who was drafted after uh, Darko? I think Bosh was. I think okay. uh,
2: D Wade was in that draft. That's so, right. Uh, so, yeah, there, it was a good draft. <laughs> so
1: how did now? I'm looking it up right now as I speak. But maybe you guys know off the top of your head. How were we able to get to the number three pick after we were such a good team?
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know where that pick came from. I don't know if it was in some trade. Was, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I don't remember where that pick came from.
1: So it sounds like we sent uh, sent Otis Thorpe. In 1997, and then I think that ended up turning into uh, – yeah, okay, here it is. On August 7, 1997, the Detroit Pistons traded for, forward Otis Thorpe to the Vancouver Grizzlies for a 2003, 2003
0: first-round draft pick. Oh, there you go. Brilliant. Who, who is Otis Thorpe? He was pretty good. He was a pretty he? good okay. power forward. Yeah, he wasn't bad. Yeah. All right.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Before, before we get off our Michigan talk, did you guys happen to see Kyle Kuzma's tweet at Miles Bridges? No. No. Yeah. Uh,
2: I actually meant to mention that to you. I wonder if you saw that.
1: Tweet. You know what? Just thinking about that brightens my mood. So, <laughs> Miles Burgess took a picture with Vince Carter. Right. And he said the comment was like, "The young, I'm the younger Vince Carter. Do you Whoa. know exactly what the comment was, Matt? Like, I'm the younger I Vince mean, Carter? I mean, that's
2: basically what it was. It was a picture with Vince Carter, and I think he said that. The young version of Vince Carter or something like that. Oh, my.
1: And my he had some like NBA like, player lingo, but it was basically it was like, dude, you're not. You're trash. That's how I took it. That's how I took it. It was like it's pro- it probably something that, like, you're that's wild. That's just and,
2: almost like blasphemy. I mean, I know Bridges is insanely talented, but to compare yourself to Vince Carter, it's like, pump your brakes, man. Pump your brakes a little bit. No
0: doubt. Yeah. Another
1: thing that's putting me in a good mood. Well, good. I'm glad to see you're getting in a good mood. I, that's what sports does for you. do right. lets you forget about you know how you might end up spending like 10 more grand than you thought you would. So... <laughs> The Golden State vs. Houston series. Yeah. I laughed in my dad's face the next morning. Laughed in his face. So... I went to bed because I had to wake up at like five a.m. Yeah, I, I don't watch every game. I love the NBA playoffs. Can't watch. It was looking like it was going to go sideways. Start off with a twelve oh Golden State run, right? Uh, like so, I went to bed right after because I was like, I, I was really getting bitched at by my whole family. Like you kind of kind of mocked at when James Harden <laughs> turned down like that wide open three. Right, you guys know right. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, my dad, you know, sort of probably what I imagine Matt would say like in this situation, like some snarky <laughs> like Kobe remark. <laughs> yep. And then uh, moments later, Draymond Green drives to the or no not Draymond Green James Harden drives the hoops just slams it right on Draymond Green's face right. and then like it shows like a stat line he's like seven for twelve like first quarter like fifteen points and my dad it shut him up for a bit and then I went to bed like Golden State made another run went to bed right and then woke up in the morning and they won and I was very
0: ecstatic that was a, that was an impressive win without a doubt and they held him off down the stretch
2: yeah it was it was a strange game to watch because I mean. Harden, yeah, at first he, he wasn't really playing all that aggressive, but he did like his stats ended up pretty solid. But the Warriors down the stretch, I don't know if they were just out of sync but or the Rockets were actually playing some pretty good defense. But the Warriors they down down the stretch in the fourth quarter looked lost. I mean they look like they usually they're the team that they're always clicking offensively, but Durant was a little. He was taking some questionable shots. Curry was missing shots, and then, then Clay got stuck taking that shot at the end of the game that just didn't make any sense. Well, yeah, so, Durant. Durant so yeah, we'll sh- see. We'll see tonight uh, what 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 team shows up.
0: Yeah, and I was a little bit surprised Durant didn't uh, didn't take over when he had the ball there at the end. You know, instead of dishing it off.
2: Yeah, I mean that that's the spot that a guy like Durant that that's the shot you're supposed to take. Like, I mean that that's where you know you're. I mean one of the best players in the league anyway and and you know you're coming down to tie the game that's where you got to take that shot and he kind of dished it off to Clay I don't know yeah. maybe I don't know if they, if he thought Clay was going to have an open shot or what but it's one of those things too like the the Warriors had a timeout right. and I don't know how you guys feel but I'm always fine with a coach in that situation not calling a timeout and just letting his players make a play. Because I always think like if you call a timeout to set up, up an offensive play, you're letting the defense like, get things right and set up their defense too. What do you guys think?
0: Well, with a team like the Warriors, it's hard to argue that. You would think they would come down and, and you know get a good play. But you have to give some credit to Houston there. They, they, they've played solid D in that sequence. Why is it, it is-
1: forgotten that like Draymond Green missed a, t- like a tying free throw like moments, moments before? Right. That's just like, completely forgotten. Like, Draymond Green played horrible. Yeah. That's something I took away from
2: that game. Five turnovers led the team He got blocked turnovers. by the rim once on the dunk, too. So, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was good. And yeah. now,
1: I hate the Warriors. God, this has just got my blood boiling. Oh, yeah. no. I hate the Warriors. So, Steph Curry, he, he's got, like, his A-hole uh, mode activated when he, like, makes a three. When starts he starts like, jiggling. Three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> shut that down. They need to shut that down now. <laughs> and they did. And just another, like, thing I noted uh, in the box score, uh, like, Nick Young, minus 15 when he's out there. Right. What the heck is Swag- Swaggy P sucks? Why does he play so much?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's mostly just because Iguodala wasn't playing. But, True. Yeah. I mean, Swaggy P has moments. He knocks some shots down. But for the most part, yeah, I mean, that number right there, minus 15, that's, that's mostly what his career has been. So and he, doesn't, I mean, he, plays, he doesn't play as much defense as he used to maybe. But I was kind of wondering why he was getting so much playing time too. Nope. But, but, yeah, I, I know that it's crazy to see that Warriors building when Curry starts knocking down shots. Like they, they they just erupt when he makes threes and that changes the game. So I don't know. I'll I'll be curious to see. I, I didn't think that the Warriors were gonna or the the Rockets were gonna have a chance in the series, but if they win this game tonight, oh, and it, it, they might take it.
0: Absolutely, it's gonna be real. It's gonna be interesting to see yeah, for let sure. Me
1: throw uh, since this is gonna come
0: out after the game is played uh, yeah,
1: tomorrow. Right. Uh, just some takes. Uh, feel free to take whichever one is true. Uh, but Kevin Durant isn't clutch. Uh, CP3 is the, is the point god. Uh, Steph Curry stinks. Golden State <laughs> is just unbeatable. Take whatever one of those takes you want; they're true. But I do have to put my hand up. I did say this series was going to be over in five. Right. I simply forgot how good James Harden was. Well, you, for a moment,
0: yeah, there. you forgot. All right, let me ask you this: I,
2: he's, I mean, he's playing well, but he's he's not putting up like crazy numbers. They're just they're playing really well as a team. And even even your point god, CP three, he he actually he he showed up last night, but he's kind of been like in and out a little bit too. They're just. They're playing a good at the team I think and yeah. uh I don't know. Well, no, maybe play. give
0: a little credit Grant, to Dan Tony. Yeah, true.
1: I, I love his just smart. People are, like that's when the talk. Like I saw on uh F- F- FS1. Right. Uh like Jason Williams saying that he's like the second he would be the worst coach to ever win a title. Oh, that's just come a on.
0: joke. Come on. A lot of people don't like him though for some, for whatever reason,
1: you know. I was just looking at my notes from a couple nights ago right after that game when I took them. My brother, he he had to eat crow as well. I saw two of the people that were mocking me and had to eat crow in the same night. So he was saying uh, that CP3 like he he went on like a Colin Cowherd type like stance. Like it was like we were we were the like national TV audience, and he was Colin Cowherd for five minutes talking about how CP3 never shows up in big games, never does this, hasn't done anything all year. Right. If you're a top like 20 player, shouldn't you win a game like in a series ever? CP3 27 points. Yeah,
0: he had a solid game, no doubt. Now let me ask you one question before we move off this. Why do you hate the Warriors so much? Is Where it because of the cockiness, Draymond Green, Michigan State? What What is the? John want me to show
1: you a video of Steph Curry shimmying? So you that, you hate that's their all antics, you can see right? right? There.
0: You hate. Okay, I just I was just curious because I I admire watching support, that team. You said play. it was the mouthpiece, right? Yeah, the mouthpiece, <laughs> right? The shimmying.
1: Okay. The Draymond, like, missing a free throw and, like, doing some weird thing, like, with his arms, like, going on the court, or, like, how he can't believe he missed it. Just stupid stuff
0: right. like that. Fair enough. Fair enough. And then one other question for you guys. I've noticed this, and I don't understand what the change is. Is it all marketing? But the uniform color changes. You know, different uniforms, they don't have white at home anymore. I mean, do you have any idea where that all comes from?
2: That
1: does confuse me as well.
2: Uh, yeah, I think it's all just it maybe marketing, if you want to say it like that. But it's just I don't know if the home team has the choice in what jerseys they want to wear or or if they have to cycle through with the, the deal with Nike. Maybe they have to wear the jerseys a certain amount of times. I'm not sure, but it is confusing because it used to always be home was white. And the away team was dark or whatever. Yeah, and, and, well, you're and also seeing different right, color were schemes I just, white in Golden State. So yeah, yeah it is strange.
1: The color schemes were all so much better in the 1990s. Can we agree on that? The Magic's jerseys—they're better than the 90s. They were way better in the 90s. Oh, okay. Like the Spurs logo, right? That was a strong logo, very in the strong. Oh, the the
2: Pistons teal Pistons.
1: jerseys. See, the Pistons are the one where I'm on the fence. I don't know if I like those better or not. Like the the teal. The teal no, yeah. no. The shorts are fire. Like you just give me those shorts, like I'll wear them around <laughs> town. <laughs> Your dad them, has I'll, a pair, doesn't he? I'll wear them to orientation. (laughs)
2: but no some of the the jerseys through the 90s were pretty awesome the jerseys and like the the supersonics jerseys
0: yeah they were awesome i love the supersonics for sure yeah all right before we move on to the next topic here tonight let's tell everybody about rivals tap house and grill we all know that's a spot to meet up with your friends catch your favorite sporting events Mm. tremendous food Tremendous burgers and wings and whatnot. Great drink specials and uh, definitely a great hangout place. Now, do they have pizza as well? They do have pizza. You thinking about some of that tonight?
1: I could use. I, I I've been. Uh, what's the word where you start eating like to where
0: you're, you're binge in bad, eating? Yeah, bit
1: like bin, not like binge eat, like. Anxious, anxious eating. Like I've been anxious
0: eating like ever since I got home today. <laughs> oh, he's off his plan. Oh no. Well, we better go out to Rivals. That's at the corner of Shiawassee and M Twenty One in Corona, one of our favorite spots. All right, guys, this has been in the topic. This is a real hot topic right now out of the NFL and Commissioner Goodell, uh, the edict on uh, what the players have to do when it comes to the national anthem. Thoughts?
2: Uh, I, I simply don't like it. I think it's. I think it's ridiculous and. Uh, I think it's one of those things that it's you know people say that am I'm, I'm perfectly fine with people feeling one way or the other whether they think people should stand or they should feel free to protest or whatever they want. You know, I know people are going to be on either side of the fence, and that's fine. But when when you then are telling people they are required to stand or telling people if you don't, you're going to have to pay money, you're going to get a fine, that's where it starts to, like, starts to cross the line to me, because the whole, you know, people talk about you should stand and you should honor the flag and honor what it stands for and everything like that. Well, is forcing people, is telling them you're required to stand, is that honoring what the flag stands for, and is that... Is that really doing everything that that this country is supposed to be about—in and freedom and everything like that? So, so when you're when you're forcing it, when you're telling people you are required to stand, that that's where it starts to starts to not make sense to me.
0: Yeah, I think it's a real real gray area. I know when it first happened. I kind of was under the stance that they should be standing, no doubt about it. The owners have the right to tell them what to do because they're paying their paychecks. But the more more of that we've gone along, I've kind of changed my tune a little bit more along your lines there. Uh, this is America. Uh, they're not doing it to uh, protest uh, patriotism and the flag. They're doing it to shed light on the injustices that are happening in their group of people. And, you know, And it started with the whole police brutality thing, didn't it?
2: Yeah, and that's one of the biggest things with this whole issue is that people have turned it into uh, that it's about the flag and what it represents, or it's about not being proud to be an American, or it's about representing the country and everything. And it's that's not what the original protest was about. The original protest was about equality and police brutality, and it's clear that those are two huge issues in this country. And people have turned the they've completely forgotten what the original. Uh, protest was about, and they're turning it into you should be proud to be an American. You're making millions to play football, and I think the biggest issue is is because people have problems with athletes making the amount of money they do, and they see who it is that's protesting, and that's what they have a problem with. But you know, and, and another thing that people talk about is the NBA has had a rule for a while that their players are required to stand during the national anthem, and I mean that's a valid point. But one thing that you know I've I've read about, and and I. Kind of, I wanted to look it up and see how they came came to that agreement and everything in the NBA. Uh, the the league worked with the players and you know the players' union and they collectively bargained that rule. They they came to that decision together, and that's not at all what the NFL did. The NFL didn't work with the players to make a decision on it. They they just kind of did it on their own. And I, the other side of it too is the NBA allows their players to be vocal and speak out and. And, you know, they, they write stuff on their shoes or they wear, they wear shirts or, you know, something like that um, to speak out on things that they're passionate about. So there's a trust between the players and the league office with the NBA that they can do these things and be vocal and, you know, be progressive and active in, in their communities. And it's not like that in the NFL. The NFL, the players have no trust with Roger Goodell and, and the league office. So, so when you have the league office requiring them to stand, of course it's not going to make sense.
0: Yeah, and it's just going to carry on now. It, it probably was going to kind of fade away. You know, you might still have seen kneeling down, but – now it's going to be a huge to do. You know we're going to be hearing this nonstop, and I think it was uh, just an overreaction by the league and the and the owners. You know they're seeing ratings drop. They're seeing the NFL for whatever reason. You know losing a lot of its popularity, and then they're looking at this as well. It's because these players are disrespecting the country. I think they're missing the big picture. The league has to has to restructure some things to do a little 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 more like the NBA is doing, in my opinion.
2: Exactly, and it, in whatever issue you want to protest, in whatever way you want to do it, taking a knee during the National Anthem is as peaceful a protest as there can be. You know, people are fine with, you know, when, when there's rioting or, you know, if, if people are out, like, burning flags or doing stuff like that, you know, that's that's different. That's a way to protest. That, that's, like, destructive, and there's, you know, people get hurt and stuff like that. And this is just somebody taking a knee during the National Anthem, Making a stand for whatever cause they believe in, and people have a problem with that, and they don't. They think it's disrespecting the flag. But if you look at some of the rules, or you know some of the the things that go into how you're supposed to uh, honor the flag and respect the flag, uh, you're not supposed to. The, the flag isn't supposed to be on clothing. The flag isn't supposed to be laying flat. So at football games, you know, when they have that huge flag laying right. across the field, technically that's disrespecting the flag because it's not supposed to lay flat. Uh, the flag isn't supposed to be on, like, paper products or anything that's going to be discarded or thrown away. So, like, on the 4th of July when everyone's got their plates and cups and napkins that, that are all American flags, throwing them away, throwing them in fires and burning them, that's disrespecting the flag, too, to the, to the code so, of the American flag. So if the people that are all up in arms about these players are disrespecting the flag because they're taking a knee during the national anthem, and then at the same time they're wearing a, a beach towel or something that has American flag, yeah. or they're throwing plates out with the American flag, well, you're doing it, too. So you need to look yourself in the mirror. So
1: is so it is uh, disgraceful to the American flag to wear an, an American flag as, like, a bathing suit? Yeah. I mean, like, to, like, ra- I've seen it wrapped wrap around, like, a the, towel, the code of the American flag,
2: suit. yes, it is.
1: It is. So, you know what else is kind of funny about um, the NFL? Like rule, just like the fifteen-yard penalty. Yeah, well, that I a fifteen yards, a boot it in the end zone.
0: Still, that, like off the kickoff. I don't. What that, does that do? It made no sense whatsoever. <laughs> None, not at all. And, and one other th- point I wanted to get out on the table, guys. Let's face it. Do you think we, it would be the same situation if it would been a, a white guy? taken the knee the first time would we have the same uproar that we do now because it's obviously the african-americans that are, are protesting do you really think in this country there aren't uh racial undertoes to this there's got to be
2: oh i, I think that i would say about 99 of the problem with this is that it's like i said it's it's rich black athletes right. that are making millions and millions of dollars playing football and now they're they're using their platform to make a stand for something that is without a doubt an issue in this country and i think that's where where the main issue is with a lot of people is that it's these rich black black athletes making millions of dollars
0: yeah and this country still has a long long way to go when it comes to that kind of stuff there's no doubt about it
2: yeah i was gonna real quick i saw this today uh Steve Kerr, he came out, he, someone asked him some questions about it. Steve Kerr, he's the head coach of the Warriors, if, if people don't know that. And he's been really pro- progressive, and he's, he's always supported his players and, and being active in the communities and, and social justice issues and stuff like that. And he kind of had a statement I was going to read real quick that sure. I just thought it, it shows the difference between the trust that the players and coaches in the NBA have and what's going on with the NFL. So Steve Kerr, he said, it's just typical of the NFL. They're playing to their fan base. Basically, Just trying to use the anthem as fake patriotism, nationalism, scaring people, it's idiotic. But that's how the NFL has conducted their business. I'm proud to be in a league that understands patriotism in America is about free speech and peacefully protesting. Our leadership in the NBA understands when the NFL players were kneeling, they were kneeling to protest police brutality, to protest racial inequality. They weren't disrespecting the flag or the military, but our president decided to make it about that, and the NFL followed suit, pandered to their fan base, created this hysteria. It's kind of what's wrong with our country right now. People in high places are trying to divide us, divide loyalties, make this about the flag as if the flag is something other than it really is, which it is a representation of what we're about, which is diversity, peaceful protest, and the right to free speech. And I just feel like he he laid it out right there, and that's that's the biggest thing to me is, they, the NFL has made this into, and the fan base has made it into something way different than what it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah, I think he nailed it right there, you know, and, and, you know, sad to say, we have listeners and we have listeners now that are going to be tuning out because I've made that statement that I agree with him. You know, it's just the way it is. It's a it's a very hot topic and it's political and, you know, like I said, this country has a long, long way to go and hopefully we'll see some change someday, but boy, I don't know. We're in a tough time right now politically, aren't we?
2: Yeah. Yeah, and I just, I don't get, I, like I said, I'm perfectly fine with people being on whichever side of the fence that they are. And then, right. that's, that's what makes this country, that's what's supposed to make this country great. You can have whatever opinion you want. But, like, if these people aren't affecting your life, aren't affecting your livelihood by having this protest, you haven't walked a mile in their shoes, you don't know what situation they're going in or they're going through. So how do you know, like, what, what they're trying to protest or the, the issues that they're trying to talk about when when you haven't gone through what they've gone through? So if if they feel the need to protest something and that's the platform they're going to use and they're not harming you, they're not hurting anyone, I don't see what the issue is.
0: Amen, brother. Preach to the choir. I love it. Well, let's, uh, let's tell our listeners about the Corona Connection. That's a direct mail paper sent to all of Corona Vernon and Shiawassee County parts of Lennon. You can also pick up a copy of the latest edition at many Corona businesses and Kroger. And obviously, one of our great sponsors. And why not check them out on Facebook, like them, and you can view the entire Corona Connection paper online every month, no matter wherever you are at. All right. Next up, we're going to check in and see what's going on with our pod's oldest athletic supporter old jack he's strap
3: back, huh? he's hey, back he's back huh all right hey matt jerry fred i really missed you guys uh, last few weeks, I've been over in Sandusky, and I uh, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking Sandusky-Cedar Point. But no, our family, we spend time over in Sandusky, Michigan, over there in Sanilat County near Port Huron. My cousin Dick, he's a member of the Sandusky Moose Lodge, and they allowed us to set up our tents in their backyard. It was convenient because we were right next to a Dollar General store, so we could grab our munchies, play cornhole, shuffleboard in their spacious parking lot. It was a relaxing time, except for the days that Jake had too much to drink. Like one Saturday night, guys, he was hooting and hollering at all the girls that were coming in and out of Dollar General, and he was trying to make some weird noise like he was mimicking a moose in heat. I think he offended the people in town, including the members of the moose lodge. But anyway, they called the cops on us last, uh, that last Saturday and gave us a warning. But uh, the other nice thing we liked about Dollar General is we could use their clean bathroom, uh so you know, that was also an extra bonus. But uh speaking of bathroom, I was reading the newspaper uh while we were on vacation, I had a lot of time on my hands and you can only spend so much time talking to your wife Uh, and my son Jake, and of course he doesn't have a whole lot to say anyway, but uh, did you guys hear the story about the lady up in Canada that laid a big old turd on the uh, Dunkin' Donut floor? Anyway, true story, look it up, there's even a YouTube video. Apparently, the Dunkin' Donut staff was fed up with this neighborhood woman who would come in to use their restroom without ordering, so they decided to refuse her the use of the restroom, where she backed up against the wall, and uh, right there by the checkout counter, and said, oh, yeah? And she pulled down her nasty spandex pants and dropped a big, nasty, hot turd right on the tile floor in front of the employees and customers. It was sick! But if that wasn't bad enough, she picked up her poop and threw it at the employee who refused to let her use the restroom. Uh, but the guy waiting in the drive-thru line was surprised to get a lumpy, dart cappuccino, and then she took the napkins and wiped herself and threw the napkins at her. And the cops were called in, and they handcuffed her. I guarantee the cops coming in to buy donuts next week will stay away from the chocolate-covered donuts. Anyway, guys, I agree the story's completely nasty, but for some reason, I don't know about you, I like the hutchba of this woman, basically saying, oh yeah, I can't use your restroom, I'm gonna lay a turd right here. I can tell you how much I like her, I think I'm gonna hook her up with my son, Jake, just so I can see what it'd be like to have Thanksgiving dinner at our house. Except, I'll guarantee you guys, I'm going to serve a lot of cheese to keep that lady constipated, because I know she'll probably find something to be offended at our house as well. All right, on to the NBA. Uh, Guys, I'm telling you right now, the Warriors will end up playing Red Arbax Celtics for the NBA title beginning next week. Hakeem Olajuwon, Harding, and... uh, Oh, who else do they got on that team? I can't think. Uh, Oh, I know Chris Paul. They put up a valiant effort, and uh, Rudy Tomjanovic outcoached Rick Barry. I'm telling you, it was a great match, but the Warriors will prevail. And what about LeBron? He simply did not get enough help from Danny Ferry, J.R. Smith, and Craig Elo. So it will not be LeBron James in this year's NBA championship. And last but not least, which I know your listeners are very thankful because I'm about ready to get off this call, but I've got to comment on the whole Kaepernick thing and the NFL thing. I'm going to start off by using a great quote from the movie Hoosiers, where Gene Hackman's going to take over the team in the gym, and the players are standing there, and you got the old coach meeting the new coach, and basically the old coach is offended because Hackman's coming in, getting the basketball and taking over the team. And uh, so that old coach says, look, Mr., There's two kinds of dumb. The guy that gets naked and runs out in the snow and barks at the moon. And the guy who does the same thing in my living room first one doesn't matter, and the second one you're kind of forced to deal with. Well, in my opinion, this whole protesting the National Anthem sort of falls in that area. You get what you pay for. It's going to cause divisiveness, and it certainly has. We live in a free country, and we have the right to free speech. And in the case of Kaepernick, the legal right to protest the National Anthem. But having the right doesn't make it right. The same freedom allows people like you, me, and even President Trump to vote voice our opinions. The reason that Trump supporters like Trump is because he's not wishy-washy with his opinions on policy. Compare that to the wussy NFL Commissioner Pete Rosell, who announced a 15-year penalty for those nearly during the next them. because I can't take an opinion because I'm losing revenue and my wealthy rich sponsors are upset with me and the white guy drinking beer watching again. Ah, this is ridiculous. So now what's going to happen is the first game, several players will show up with a different sign of protest. They're going to wear a black glove like they did during the 68 Olympics, and then we're going to discuss this stupid thing off season. In short, I do not agree with the premise of the original protest. Hell, I guarantee most people don't even know what we're debating. They think it's still just about kneeling during the anthem, and they don't even know why. And and it's divided the country, in my opinion. It's ridiculous. So anyway, I don't agree with using a platform or the national anthem to promote your cause. Uh, And certainly I don't agree with the most recent move by the NFL. I thought it was a wushy move, and uh, I just didn't have any chutzpah behind it like the lady that took a turd. And speaking of turd, i got to go, guys. Jake painted an NFL logo in our backyard, and he's ready to crap on it. Hey, Jake! Jake! Well, it's
0: good to see Jack made it back from vacation with the family and uh, always good to get his takes after a couple weeks off for sure. Uh, but guys, let's talk now about uh, our Tigers. We're a quarter of the way into the season. Any early thoughts on, on what you see of our Tigers? Have you even watched any Tiger ball, Jared? I have not. I, and will I the rest of the year? I, I will not.
1: From what I've garnered uh, asking around uh you know kind of when there's nothing to talk about you kind of just ask them how about them tigers uh-huh. you know i heard they're doing pretty good i got i from what i've garnered this team you know they play really hard Uh, they're
0: like 19 and 23, five games or so under 500, but they're, you know, this goes back to what we talked about the very beginning. We knew they weren't going to be a contender for sure. You know, you're, you're hearing people saying, oh, they're like four games behind Cleveland. They can make a run. They're not going to make a run. They're not going to, they're not going to contend for the title. It's a long season. It's a marathon. There's a cliche right there for you, but it is, (laughs) but they're doing exactly what I was hoping they would do under garden hire. They're young. They're playing hard, and that's that's no joke. They are playing hard. You're hearing you're hearing uh, big plays from Fleet play I never play even hard heard in of. Baseball? How do you play hard in baseball? Well, what do you mean? Goodness, well, how do you play hard in baseball? You hustle. You you make you do all the fundamental you're stuff, me that right? A ball I've seen. Gets I've Just
1: hit somebody like they're not hustling. Like that's what I don't understand. How are of you course. playing hard? Yeah.
0: Haven't you haven't you seen going
2: after fly balls in the outfield, you know, playing hard like that. Yeah, running bases, you know, stealing bases. Running (laughs) hard to
0: first base on a pop to the outfield and getting a double out of it when they drop the ball. I mean, you got that's playing hard in baseball.
2: Running out a ground ball, you know, if you hit a little dribbler to the shortstop, instead of lollygagging it, you're trying to beat it out.
0: So are you shortchanging that, that? J-Rod? What what are you laughing about? That just sounds like
2: that's (laughs) not much. Uh, You you got it. They're playing
1: hard.
0: They're playing. They're they're young. When
1: they're up to bat, they're running hard. Um, When the ball gets hit
0: to them, they're running and they're trying to field it and they're getting home runs from people you know you know never even heard of i mean you know they're they're and, This man uh, this millennial that, that doesn't respect how, that I, I, I how know, was that getting i know it doesn't i how know Was that
1: getting chalked up as playing hard hitting a home well run. that one you know didn't. it's bizarre that well that
0: one didn't but the the rest of it is you know
1: what i it's like these people's fielding percentage it's like everyone's is like a thousand or it's like 0.993 yeah there's no there's no difference it's not because they're trying <laughs> hard either they can field or they can't It comes down to
0: skills, not whether they're trying hard.
1: Is it the announcers? Everyone's saying this. Is it the
0: announcers that are saying this, Craig Monroe? Don't you think it's a combination? Well, I thought you haven't been paying attention, <laughs> no, Craig Monroe. Is, is, I'm just
1: connecting the dots. Everyone's saying it. Who's the who's the talking head that's been
0: telling everybody this? Well, well, I've actually watched them play a few games, so I, I mean, I've, I'm telling you. <laughs> Can that, you name one time where you are man he really tried hard there? No, uh, not right off the top of my head at the moment. <laughs> I'm just in a general. So, so you think that's a nonsensical statement that they're playing hard? Like, like I
1: said, yeah, that's just how it. Like people saying like James Harden's like so good on defense now. That's kind of like one of those things. I I have no clue. Okay, I, I'll just follow it blindly. That's what they're saying. That's kind of what I feel like this is for all the Tigers fan, and even you're getting fooled by the by one of these baseball heads. That are you
2: can't play hard in baseball. I think, I'll, I'm I sorry. Think if you if you watched if you watched enough baseball, you you can tell the difference between a guy who's busting his butt after fly balls or you know running bases, and a guy who's just lollygagging. You you can tell the difference.
0: One of the greatest players of all time, Pete Rose, Charlie Hustle. He played hard every single game. That's that's a fact.
2: Well, he's a catcher.
1: Uh, no, he wasn't a catcher, Jared.
0: Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how much <laughs> Matt weird. we're going to have to involve yeah, Jared
1: in baseball this is going talk. Off the rails. This is... <laughs> There's a reason this only comes up once every month. Oh
0: my! Well, we are in the dog days, getting up, so we're going to have to talk a little bit more baseball, Jared. Maybe we can help educate you a little bit, and maybe, maybe you can pick up the finer I'll points of in the into game. game. Probably not. Would you go to a game?
1: Yeah. I, I, going to a game, it's a great time. Okay, I agree. Hey, going
2: to a game is always fun.
1: This is where you know. No, this, you want to know where I'm at for baseball games? I remember going to a Tigers game when I was in like eighth grade. We were like walking the atrium or whatever. Is that what? Is that the correct word? Is, concourse, oh, concourse. Yeah, the concourse, yeah, the concourse. And there was like an MLB the show yeah um, we spent like like an hour. We played a whole nine inning baseball game on a video game <laughs>
2: while out of but you were you were playing a video game while you were at the ballpark
0: that's a millennial move and, right there and all were the way there
2: won a few innings right there, there. So living living in the moment right there oh, oh my
1: even as a gag we even played as the same teams are playing it was like the Tigers versus the pirates
2: oh, there you go that's fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am excited about one thing coming up, though. The Tigers will be hosting the Angels starting on Monday. Oh, and Otani's going to pitch, right? Yeah, he's scheduled to pitch. That that's going to be fun. I'd like—I wouldn't even mind going to that game. I wish it was this weekend instead of Monday, because I think Monday they play an evening game instead of an afternoon contest. I think I can't remember what, if he's scheduled to go Monday or Tuesday, but that that's going to be exciting.
2: That would be a game to go see. I'd, I'd be curious to see how many people go to that game because. Cause yeah, I mean, he might end up being, you know, he might be one of he, a Hall of Famer, you know, something like that. So that'd be a game to go see. I, I agree. I do
1: appreciate him. He, he's a great character. Yes, I like. Lo- you play two positions. I re- that big respect. To and he's guy. playing them well. That's too. the way
2: baseball should be played. And and he plays hard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: you're thinking. You guys are both thinking about that now, like playing hard baseball. No, I'm Man. not. Cha- I'm not changing uh, my view at all. Are you kidding I've, me? I've
2: played enough and watched enough baseball in my life. There's a difference. You can tell a difference.
0: I can so, barely yeah, walk the, nowadays because I one, played hard. The one time a ball comes
1: to you, you're saying the guy's are just lollygagged to it. Like if it's oh, a pop fly, here's there, another like, example. oh, I'll let it
2: drop.
0: When, you, when, you, when a There's guy this, hits a ground can't. ball and you're on first base and you slide into second base hard, you know, you break up that double play. That's playing hard instead of just running off to the side, letting them complete the double play. That's playing hard.
2: Or, you know, yeah, you're on first and a guy hits the ball into the gap and instead of, Instead of going first to third and getting getting over to third, you know, he just kind of jogged a second. Right. You know, they're the difference between guys who, who play hard and guys who
0: don't. No, I, get,
1: like Miguel Cabrera's not going to be able to take out some guy's legs on a slide. Say that again? Like Miguel is not going to take out some guy's
0: legs on a slide. Well, second he could, but when he was younger, he would. Why that's, not? It, that's
1: well, what do you, want? you want him to risk that injury? No, I not at this
0: point. Not everybody plays hard. I mean, you got to give Cabrera a break. I mean, v- Victor Martinez, you're going to he- see him do the same thing? No. There are limitations. I'm talking about the young guys, you know, <laughs> trying to make a name. I'm serious. I mean, you're dead wrong on this, Jared. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. If I am I- – it's because I know nothing about baseball. There, I, I there's die. the truth right I there. I will die on this hill. <laughs> you can't play hard in baseball. It's a made up. Oh fact. my god, your dad's laughing right now. I can tell you that. I'm going to bring
1: it up. To, I can't. Even, I cannot wait to hear his take on those.
2: <laughs> just watch Bryce Harper. I mean, he's like the best example. Watch Bryce Harper play baseball, and that guy is—he's going uh, the cliche. Belting home runs every other time. at
0: bat. It's not just home runs. He'll—I mean—he's diving for balls in the outfield. He's running the bases hard. That's playing hard. Right there. It sounds like was playing baseball to me. but I... That's how you're supposed to play baseball. You're right. But not everybody does. That's the problem. And I should remind our listeners also, I know we have a lot of people from this area that played high school sports. If you want to get a chance to maybe have a, a an audio scrapbook recording, we have contests going all the way back to 1985 for a, a sample of our high school broadcasts that we've done since then check out some of the posted games we have on three point podcast well guys before we wrap up the show we got some things to get into as far as uh, maybe a little bit more pop culture stuff Uh, first of all uh, last weekend last saturday it was the big news story i think it had more viewers than any show in a long time and that was the royal wedding did any of you guys see the royal wedding at all did you get up early saturday morning no,
2: I did I... watch a little bit. I uh, will oh, be honest, we right. not much. We we turned it on, you know, we wanted to see my wife said she wanted to see her dress and you know stuff like that. Was, I, I was interested to see like what kind of what the wedding ceremony was like. I was kind of interested in that, but but no. It was, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't going to sit there and watch the whole thing, but it was interesting.
1: Yeah. Did you wake up at 4 a.m.? What time did you wake up?
2: No. I mean, when we woke up, we clicked we turned it on.
1: What time did that like run? That? It was like 4:30 a.m. was like this was roughly the start time. Ran until what 8 a.m. It, no,
0: like I ran a.m. till about 11 because they oh, did wow. the they did the carriage ride afterwards, and you know a lot of the talking heads. I thought it was pretty cool, and the reason I did I didn't get up specifically to watch it, but I did the same thing Matt did is put it on and I uh, watched it with my wife. I remember watching uh, Princess Diana get married back in 19 must have been 1979 1980 something like that. So it's it's a rare event when you when they put on one of these weddings and. uh yeah,
1: I saw afterward, um, like Idris Elba, like DJed the wedding. Maybe yeah. it's just because I'm in a cynical mood. But that just yeah. sounds absolutely terrible.
0: Uh, so I think there, well, there was a few celebrities. Like uh, George Clooney was there with his wife. Oprah was there. I mean, I th- they did have some of the celebrities, and they were having the fun at the reception. I don't know. It it, it was kind of a cool thing, but uh, I think that's all we need to talk about. That.
2: Now, well, I was just going to say the crazy thing to me, maybe where we can finish it up, is that. I did read that the way that they met was on a blind date. Yes. I mean, how do you – somewhere, obviously, they must have had a connection. But how does your life change when you get set up on a blind date with someone who is a prince?
0: <laughs> right.
1: And, and, why are either of them going on a blind date? She's like a actor. Why is she – why would a girl as hot as her go on a blind date? Am I am I crazy?
0: Well, I so mean, I, if you're going to go on a blind date with somebody, why not uh, have it hooked up with the I prince get, of England? What's, right?
1: his, what's his uh,
0: name? Harry.
1: Why does he not get like, hair plugs? I mean, are we all kind of thinking that? Like,
0: <laughs> well, his hair is better than his brother's.
1: <laughs> as somebody though, yeah. It's somebody that probably will be down that road fairly soon. If I had that money, I'm getting hair plugs. Well, like, I don't know. Am I crazy? Uh, comfortable with the way he looks. There just like you Carson go. wins. I guess when you're in a royal family, you don't have to worry about that.
0: Yeah, I I I don't think they have to worry about that at all, for sure. The other thing I wanted to bring up, and this was pretty hot news, uh, was the Brandy Chastain uh, plaque they had for the Hall of Fame that she was inducted in. Was that one of the most bizarre things you've ever seen?
2: I mean, it looked absolutely nothing like her. I don't even get it. Like, the Ronaldo bust that was made for him... At least you could kind of see maybe a little resemblance. That one was pretty bad, but the Brandy Chastain one—it, I mean, it looked like Babe Ruth or I don't know John Goodman maybe. It looked nothing like her. Gary
0: Busey, uh, Mickey Rooney, uh, right? Anybody but her. Throwing out some old time actors. I actually knew a good, good amount of those,
1: but. Then, I Jimmy like, Carter. as a problem. That's the best thing that could have happened to Brandy Chastain. That's the first time I talk about Brandy Chastain maybe ever.
0: Yeah, and she she had a good attitude about never it. Never knew
1: who she was until like never. I always saw that like video, like the, ripping uh, off her yeah. shirt. Yeah, never knew who it was. Now I know her name.
0: There you go. Great
1: PR move. Just get a bad plaque and then they'll redo it and make a great one afterward. You get your name in every single paper. Even the three volume podcast
0: hey, is talking about you. Yeah,
2: maybe. There we go. Maybe yeah, we need I, our I own plaque. I did plans. see that the uh, I don't know, whatever the artist or whatever the, the sculptor he said that. Someone sent him a bad picture. It's just oh. like when you, if, if that was the picture you got, when you maybe ask for like a couple pictures, maybe two or three, yeah. so you, get it, you, you get a good look at who she is. It's just, it was funny.
1: Before, before I think you're about to wrap it up. Before we wrap it up, okay. I feel like you're going to gloss over it. You're not even going to talk about it. Did you or did
0: you not follow my oh. bets? Oh, no. Question? I'm glad you brought that up. Um, here's what happened. I went back to my conservative ways. My dad ways. called it. He did. He, he, called he said it. I wasn't going to bet. He said you weren't going to bet. Nope, I didn't. And you know why? I, I just didn't have the time and effort to put into it. I could have went by your tip, right? Yep. Did, but you only bet the winner. You didn't bet yeah. two horses. No. You, you were Luckily, going I to I
1: was going to take the two horses that were like leading the pack, like Good Magic, right. up, Good Magic ended up finishing fourth, I think. Right. I had, I did, I couldn't figure it out on the app how to put it so that like, it goes a win uh place or whatever, show or win, or right. show or place, whatever one's second place. Yeah, I couldn't figure out how to like put them together. To block, to block but, them. So I just put all. I just put all my money on Justify.
0: Now, how much did you win for that one? And again, the, what were the odds that you got in? Was this it is one like, to two? Yeah,
1: this is what's. Yeah, I got in in one to two. Okay. I, I wanted to get on it earlier in the week, but my buddy wanted to wait. It was four to nine at that time. Yeah, right? was four to nine when I wanted to get in, and it ended. I saw a race time. He was at one to five odds. So I ended up making like half, like I made make obviously my money back, and then another half of my what I. Bet. I can't believe you didn't jump on it. I was gonna text you. Well, the
0: only reason I didn't, I, I I lost my mind at the Kentucky Derby by just jumping on and saying, "Here's my fifty bucks, okay." So, and I'm a very conservative guy when it comes to money. Some say yeah, I'm cheap. cheap. Yeah, okay, that's... that's very, but I'm I'll 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 wear that proudly because I don't like to throw my money away. I'm not much of a gambler. I'm going to tell you right now. You're the gambler in the three of us. I don't know how much you like to gamble, Matt, but...
2: Yeah, a little bit. Not as much as Jared. I, I know about it, but I, I don't do it a whole lot. Okay.
0: So I, I decided I'm going back to my roots. Do I really care about the Preakness? No. Okay, I could, I could have put some money on it, but then again, I could see where... Oh, then I'm going to lose again, oh. maybe. And then, now I'm behind, so how, i got to try to catch back up.
1: How on, I know that you, you might not agree. You might not admit it. How hard were you guys both rooting against Justify? Just because you knew that I was riding or dying.
0: No, nah, I didn't. No, you know you were. No, I no, didn't. You, I did not. That? No, I
2: didn't. I honestly didn't. I, I figured he was going to win. All, all the talk I heard was like, it was a lock. He was going to win.
1: I mean, you see Bill Belichick wearing his hat. You knew... Uh, I t- I said it. He's gonna li- win by ten lengths. How pay- much did you end up winning then? I didn't hear. Well, I bet 50,
0: 125. There you go. So, so you bet fifty and got seventy five back. Yes. Okay. That's
2: your, that was uh, your gas tank to go to and from uh, Grand Bay.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I had an argument with my parents. I was like,
1: "You're gonna make me pay to go to orientation." Oh. You didn't make my brothers pay, so oh. they backed down. But yeah,
0: that would have mean me, they I, did back down, or didn't. I'm it? at about level nine, that would put me into a level ten. <laughs> now here is a here's a here's a comment I want you to make. You're very hot. Involatile right now on your experience today my my tip is yes. sleep on things okay you've already ranted here on the podcast that's a done deal let's see how you feel tomorrow okay yeah. and uh is is grand valley seriously are you looking to possibly go elsewhere at this moment
1: I, it just sounds like i might have I, well they told me i couldn't take any more classes at lcc and that was not true no, so it's like right. it sounds like i might i might just have to sign them for summer classes real quick, knock, them all, knock out all these prerequisites right. before I get there. So and how like,
0: much money are you out right now? You had to send an application fee into Grand Valley or something. Yeah, 150 bucks. Like so you're out 150 if you walk away. You walk.
1: Well, it's just, it's, it, the, that's not – it's just like, I'm, I've told, like I've told everyone I'm going to Grand Valley. You know, it's that sort of thing. <laughs> I, I'm already in it. I've already – I'm like down to Jordan. I already said I'm going to the Mavericks. Like, I back out now. It's – People are gonna be like, "Well, you're never going."
0: No, don't don't feel the pressure. You're be don't, your parents'
2: house forever.
1: Don't
0: feel the pressure on that. You got to do go with your gut, man. But but like I said, sleep on it, Matt. You got any advice for the young man?
2: I was gonna say that. I mean, he, there may have been a mistake or a little miscommunication somewhere. Hopefully, they're not trying to screw you over because that that would. I suck, doubt but it. But. I'd say give it a day or two. Let figure it out. See if they come back, or maybe you can go again, get things straightened out. I'm I'm sure right. things will work out. Yeah, because yeah, hey, well, they want you there. Just, they want you like, there.
1: You know, it, yeah. It's just another thing. You got to, you know, it's just another. I thought I was going to be all wrapped up, you know, good to go. Jared, so we're, that's, that,
0: that's life. That's is, just life, exactly. dude. I'm going to tell you I feel you that. better
1: now. Like I, I, Very good. You guys are should be my uh, counselors. There you go.
2: There we go. No I charge. I would say this, though. You mentioned taking summer classes. I took summer classes a couple times. That. That was clutch. If you, I mean, if you can, if you can work it out with your schedule and everything like that. Summer classes are big because you can knock out, like you said, you can knock out some classes. And they're shorter, too. They're only like eight weeks or something like that. So yeah. I, would, I would recommend summer classes if you can.
0: Good tip. Good tip.
2: I remember when the summer classes I took, the professors were kind of in the same frame of mind as we were. We knew it was the summer, so they yeah. were trying to get in and out, too. So a lot of times we were let out of class early.
1: <sighs> I like it. <laughs> Got to respect it.
0: <laughs> All right, boys. That's it for now. And again, to our listeners, remember, share this pod with all your friends. Give us your feedback. I'm amazed by how many listeners we get week after week. It's awesome. We want to get some comments. Email us at 3 at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Z92.5 Sports Guy. Matt, you're at? Burn 381 And J-Rod? I'm at Jared you want? And we want to give your email address so people can send you advice on college, too. Or you Jared want to hold Fattel,
2: that to yourself. <laughs> Maybe you should give out your Venmo. <laughs> there you go.
1: Yeah. So if, if I end up. Getting screwed, yeah. Feel free to Venmo me. I could use the extra funds, it sounded
0: like. <laughs> and Jackstrap can be uh, followed at Jackstrap88. And again, I want to thank the folks. thank the folks at Rivals Tap House and Grill, the Chronic Connection, and Z92.5, the Castle. This has been a Sportsnet Michigan production. Until next time, thanks for listening to 3 Point Podcast.